What's up, Black Love fam and first-time fam? Welcome to another edition of Man to Man, a part of the Black Love Podcast Network. I'm David Wazicki, <laughs> General Manager of Black Love. All right, so this brother right here, I'm so excited to talk about, not just because he's based in Brooklyn and he's yet another New Yorker that I'm hosting here, but because he's paving a new way and a new path to wellness out of Brooklyn. And we're, go- we're going to get into this because it's also available to folks outside of the greater New York area, which I'm sure he will more than gladly uh, jump into. He's the co-founder of Heal House, H-A-U-S. And we're going to get into all the things wellness, how he got here. But let me introduce first the one, the only, the Darian Hall. What's up, brother? Hey, how you doing, David? Thanks for having me on uh, the podcast today. I'm definitely uh, excited to talk to you and uh, you know talk about what we have going on out here in New York with uh, Heal House and um, you know just kind of what's going on in the world right now with the all, all things wellness. Yeah, I love it. I want to dig into it, but first, one thing I did mention: Brooklyn. You are New York based. You are New York born. You did have some switcheroos here and there across the country, but since you are New York born and Brooklyn uh based with heel house got to give you the manual air horn burr, 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 burr. <laughs> you know we, we gotta show, show mad love to, to all my fellow new yorkers and you know uh, my, my brooklyn my brooklynites yeah your brooklynites your strong island i don't know what yep, to call yep. them because i don't know if there's a nickname <laughs> for that <laughs> strong island yeah strong, strong island, island still fits that's up uh, <laughs> all right so Let's get into it. How we do with every episode of Man to Man, I want to get you Man to Man Blue Check certified. And we do that with one question here on Man to Man that I ask everybody to get the seal of approval. You ready? Yeah. Darian, what does masculinity mean to you? Oh, wow. Um, You know, I I think you know, with masculinity, it's, I know what it's not, you know, and Mm -hmm. it's actually um kind of how heel house was born and we'll we'll talk a little bit more about that but you know this idea of like you know men not being able to share their emotions and not being vulnerable and um being pigeonholed and being put into one box and not being able to you know show the full range of emotions that you know humans encompass you know um and so i know it's not that you know having these limited beliefs you know and i i think you know we're actually redefining we're in a moment now where we're kind of redefining what masculinity is you know and i think that's healthy right now i think a lot of these these old ideas and tropes and just kind of uh belief systems that we've had in the past that have not benefited us as as men and you know it's actually kind of hurt hurt our families you know hurt our communities hurt some of our relationships between men and so you know to answer your question i think we are we are redefining what that means right now, but I, I absolutely believe that it's it's not some of the things that we thought it was in the past, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, I love that. Um, that's a first to be told what it's not. So I appreciate, for, appreciate you for that. Definitely got the approval seal here. I want to jump into a little bit more what you said where you are and at large, thankfully, we're starting to get this wave of change. We're starting to get this mm-hmm new direction around stigma and I, I, uh, these stigmas of for black men in particular, let's just Mm -hmm. be honest. We've always had to be, you know, 
with the hardest thick skin and, you know, be brought up to be rough and tough and especially coming out of New York and all of that and just right. not being in touch with emotions and, and things. And especially <laughs> something like therapy where, you know, if you're raised in the church, you can't go to therapy. Right. And, and, you know, the black church is big in, in a lot of uh, community at large for us. And same thing with yoga. I mean, <laughs> you know, to even talk to your boy about yoga, that's been a tough thing. How's that played a part with you and, and with Heal House? Yeah, no, I mean, it, you know, just to kind of give you a little bit of background on what Heal House is and, you know, how it kind of came to be, because it kind of all connects to what you're, what you're asking. I mean, it's essentially, sure. it's a wellness studio based in Brooklyn, New York, um, a wellness studio and a cafe. So when you first walk in, it's a cafe, you know, we're playing our music, people can come in there, they can get teas and um, different elixirs and smoothies that we make and just kind of hang out amongst community. Um, nice. But we do daily programming, everything from meditation classes to yoga classes. Um, we do various workshops. And we also have private services that we do in the space, everything from talk therapy, to acupuncture, um, you know, to nutritional assessments. So it's kind of like this one-stop shop that that we house under under one roof. Um, and then we also have that same type of programming online and through our corporate wellness programming as well. Heal House came to be because, you know, was having conversations with a lot of, you know, a lot of my, my guy friends um, and fraternity brothers about different things that they were going through, whether it was, you know, stress at work or them being new fathers, you know, things that they might've been going through as um, husbands, being a black man in this country. Right. And yeah, um, yeah. they were sharing all these different things and they were open to sharing it with me because I had just been vulnerable about something that I had just gone through in my life, which was I had, I had met my father for the first time a few years ago. And I had shared about that journey um, on social media and it just opened up the floodgates of conversation with, you know, a lot of guys that were in my life because they saw me being vulnerable about, you know, me meeting my dad. And then in turn, it allowed them the space to also open up about things that they were going through. And then it was just like, wow, these, you know, some of these guys that I've known 15, 20 plus years and that are very close to, we've never had some of these conversations, you know? <laughs> and it was just interesting. It's like, wow, like, you know, some of my closest boys that I didn't even know didn't grow up with their dad or, you know, just different things. Yeah, it's like, yeah. wow, that we, you know, were quote unquote close, <laughs> but didn't have right, these type right. of conversations, <laughs> right? Right. Sure. And so, you know, then, then it just got me to thinking like, wow, just like as men, first, why we don't have these type of conversations, right? And, and, and the vulnerability that goes around that and being um, being okay with that. But then also realizing that like, wow, like some of our boys probably could have benefited, you know, from therapy, right? And then just yeah, really kind of questioning, questioning that, right? And I was someone that, you know, didn't really know anything about the wellness world. I didn't know anything about therapy and yoga and meditation, like none of this stuff, right? But you know, I think I was being led to the, you know, to this path and really started kind of questioning why we didn't have certain spaces that were inclusive of, you know, not just black people, but just also men, like, you know, the, mm, just me, yeah. me being able to go to a space and actually see myself reflected and being welcomed and it being accessible and me, you know, not maybe not having all the knowledge of this stuff, but being comfortable enough to kind of explore. And a good friend of mine, um, you know, she was someone that kind of really kind of opened my eyes to the the need of these types of spaces. We decided to partner up and decide to create something that we felt was really missing in the world. And hence, Heal House is born. That's that's why it's in the world now. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, so a few things. 
you touched on with you opening up about your father. And Mm. was this where it was a journey where you said, I want to find my father? Did you meet? And was it happenstance? How, How did this come about that only recently, you you've reunited. Yeah, I mean, I try to give you the gist of it because it's it's a, yeah. a crazy story. But I mean, <laughs> I'm sure. you know, I um, you know, I grew up with these amazing grandparents and uncles, and and didn't grow up feeling like I was kind of missing anything. I had a, a, you know a great upbringing and you know, a lot of love around me, but I I just didn't know who my dad was. But I never questioned it because I did have male figures around me. I had this amazing grandfather, as I mentioned, and my uncle, so I had male presence around me. But I just never questioned like who my father. Right. And maybe that yeah. was a you know, maybe that was just kind of like a defensive thing where I didn't want to ask because I didn't want right. to, you know, <laughs> open up, you know, open up that 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 can, right? And so fast forward, you know, I'm, I'm in my thirties now, life is good. I'm in New York, living my life, and uh, I go through a breakup, right? And it's usually like these breakups mm. that like, just like open <laughs> you all up, right? Yeah, so they do. I, yeah, I, they do. Yeah. Yeah. So I go I go through this breakup and the breakup you know, it forced me to kind of just kind of sit still for a moment. I was so used to being in relationships, you know, ever since I was in high school, always kind of had someone that was connected to me. Mm. And so after this relationship ended, it just kind of forced me to kind of sit still, right? Sit still. I wasn't working at the time. And, you know, that that sometimes it can be very uncomfortable sitting still and sitting in silence, you know? Yeah. And sitting in that silence, though, is kind of, you know, when you start kind of questioning different things, like really, who, you know, who are you? What do you want to do in this world? Who do you want to be in this world? Like all these things. And the the, the thing that kept coming to me in that moment was the fact that I didn't know who my dad was. I was like, oh, this is like, you know, and didn't know anything. Like I never brought it up to any of my family members, didn't know a name, didn't know anything. Right. And then once it started kind of popping up in my head, like once I start to get locked in on something, like it has to happen. So it became this thing where like, just out of the blue, you know, I'm questioning who my dad is. Now I'm having a conversation with my mom about who he is. Next day I'm on Google, literally like searching for him on Google. And yeah, literally ended up, she had, you know, very limited information, but the information that she had, um, I was able to find him on Google and um, ended up calling yeah, it's, it was a pretty, <laughs> a pretty wild thing. And I'm giving you a shortened version of it. But sure, I ended up finding him on Google, connecting with him on the phone, realizing it actually was him, finding out mm. I had other siblings that I never knew about. Mm. And wow. from that, from that first connection, um, through the internet search and, and actually c- contacting him on the phone, two weeks later, I was actually like flying out to meet him, and, like met him like in, in person, which is, you know, as you can imagine was a whole thing. Um, oh yeah. Oh yeah. So that was, that's what I had posted about on social media, that journey of mm. like meeting him. But you know, a lot of times when I tell a story it kind of starts with, Oh, I met my dad, but then, you know, it was, there's obviously there were things that happened that led up to that. Um, and it was sure. just kind of where I was, where I was at in my life at the time. Um, being able to be receptive to it at the time. You know, like I said, I, I had just come back from traveling the world for a couple of months. I wasn't working. So I was in this place of just kind of like, you know, almost like a, a renewal and trying to figure out, okay, what's my next yeah. thing, you know, um, and being able to be in this place of just like openness, right. You know, um, a few years prior, if this would have happened, I probably wouldn't have been open to meeting him because I probably would have been, you know, worrying about, you know, the money I was getting from a job or my next trip sure, or something like that. But, sure. because, but because I was still, it allowed me to just be open and kind of, you know, assess the landscape in which I was living at the time. Wow. I feel as though, you know, a lot of times we have these conversations and you can see the 
dots connect in hindsight, but it almost sounds like some type of wellness journey that you went on again, precursor to heel house where you decided to travel. So had, had you traveled outside of the country prior or? Yeah, I was always a big traveler, but I think, you know, Mm -hmm. for me, you know, I used to work in sales, um, you know, here in New York, you know, I was doing pretty well for myself, but I wasn't passionate about the work I was doing. Right. And so I got to a point after like 10 years, like, all right, yeah, I'm making money. And like, you know, New York life is good and all that. But like, is this what I'm supposed to be doing for the rest of my life? You know, I was basically was saying, no, it's not. And I basically quit my job. And everyone's like, what the, what the hell are you doing? Like, you're making good money, <laughs> yeah. you living life out in New York, like all this stuff. And I was just like, yeah, but like, I'm, I'm supposed to be, there's supposed to be more, you know, I don't know what that is yet, but it's supposed to be more. And then, so I basically went to go travel the world for like, you know, seven to eight months and spent a lot of time, you know, traveling through Africa. I was all over Europe, spent some time in South America, Asia. Like I was, I was literally all over the world and um, mm. just meeting all these different people and having different conversations and seeing the connections that we all share. Um, and it was just a very freeing experience, as you can imagine, just to kind of go out there like that with no itinerary, just, yeah. oh, you know, and then when yeah. I came back from the traveling, that's when it was just like, all right, you know, I don't know what I'm about to be doing next, but I can't go back <laughs> into the structure that I was doing before. Like, I'm supposed to be doing something else. So it was like these big transformational things that were happening, like, right after one after another so first it was the quitting of my job then it was the traveling then i came back from the travels i go through the breakup then it was Mm. like the breakup Mm. leads to this idea of having a wellness studio and i was just surrendering to it all i was just like i don't know where this is leading but i'm surrendering to it yeah and i believe that all that was happening and leading me to like you know what my purpose was supposed to be in this world and like the life's work that i'm doing with heel house and the people that were helping with it but heel house wouldn't have been able to come to an existence if i wasn't open to any of those prior things happen like if i didn't get over the fear of like quitting my job if i was scared to like go travel without like people with me or whatever you know or like you know even coming back being fearful of meeting my dad, like all those things had to happen in order to lead to uh, where I'm at now and the work that I'm doing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, thank you for sharing all of that. I, I think it's beautiful. It's, it's beautiful to take a step back and a couple of keywords, allowing and surrendering, huge. Mm. And I'm sure this is something you're experiencing, you know, when you meet folks that come to Heal House and experience some of the workshops that you have, it's that allowing, it's that surrendering, it's overcoming certain obstacles or being up to certain challenges is where those breakthroughs happen. And and, and by the way, you know, congrats on um, finally having the, the physical location be reopened, I think. Yeah, and I appreciate uh, it. Yeah. End of last month or this month? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we just reopened the studio. Um, and look, I mean, I was someone that kind of, kind of came from a corporate background, right? I was used to having yeah. a nice check every two weeks, you know, and yeah. You yeah. Know, benefits and all those things, you yeah. know, and Comfort. but the one thing, it was just like, there was this calling and I was being pushed to, to do this. And, you know, I, I had the right, the right partner and, you know, a good friend of mine, and we wanted to do something that we felt was bigger than us, but then also we knew was needed in our community, right? You know? Yeah. Yeah. There was always big, you know, big dreams around what it could be and all stuff. But at the time when we opened, when this is, this is just four years ago, there wasn't really anything like what we did, right? Like in terms of like this black owned wellness space with black practitioners and it's black owned, but it's also like the cool spot to hang out. Like we were trying to create something that we didn't really know if it was going to work. 
if people were going to even be ready for it. But we we opened at a time where right kind of at like the cusp of like this shift that was happening, right? So yes. just from yes. a from a cultural standpoint, you know, now you're hearing Jay-Z rap about like, you know, therapy <laughs> and all these different things on 444 yeah. and like, you know, yeah. LeBron's talking about meditation, like all these different things. Culturally, there was starting to be a shift specifically with like our community, but then also men, right? And so yeah. we opened at a time where I think people were like, they might not have known what meditation felt like. They'd never done it, but they were they were searching for something. They were ready for it. So, you know, the first weekend we opened the doors, I knew that we had tapped into something when, you know, I watched people leave one of like our first meditation classes and people literally like had tears in their eyes. Because they never had sat wow. with themselves, <laughs> you know, they never sat with themselves yeah. for 30 minutes and in silence. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, wow. Or and then like boys of mine hitting me up, asking me to connect them to a therapist. Like I was like, like, you wow. know, like this. And that wow. still happens to this day. Like, you know, I have friends all the time that hit me up. They kind of become that guy <laughs> that they know they can. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like the access yeah. to this stuff away, which is amazing and beautiful. And I don't I don't take it. Um, for granted. And I don't, I don't take that responsibility lightly, you know, but yeah, I think we've tapped into something special. I think it is absolutely needed. And we've watched since we've opened, we've watched like all these kind of like different iterations, like Hill House pop up, whether it's, you know, yoga studios, meditation places, like, and it's amazing, like the more the mayor, right? Because we need it. But, you know, at at the time when we opened, it was just like, we didn't have a, there was no blueprint for us to follow. We were, we were creating the blueprint. Yeah. Well, I, I still think you have something special, even with the things you've mentioned. So there are bits and pieces, but you ultimately, and maybe I came across this somewhere and, and that's why this, this phrasing is popping up in my mind. It's almost like an equinox, like this, this beautiful gym space that just has all the things you could want mm-hmm. for your mental health and wellness it's all in that space. And if it's not in that space physically, then you have these virtual um, opportunities as well, right? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you know, the physical space, I think it's, you know, important for people to obviously be able to touch and feel, you know, what we do. Um, Obviously, these past two years was, was um, you know, it was a challenging time for a lot of businesses, especially businesses that had physical spaces. I mean, we literally were closed for two years. So we always had plans to, you know, have programming online and have our own app. When COVID hit, we were obviously forced to close the studio temporarily, but we moved all of our programming online. And so basically what that did was it expanded our reach. So now people that were hearing hearing about Heal House or seeing the press that we were getting, you know, you could be in California and now you're like, oh, like I can take a Heal House class because now it's online, right? And so that was the beauty of it is like, we were creating a community online through this crazy pandemic that we were all experiencing together. And I mean, I, I get emails from people to this day. They're like, yo, like, I don't know where I would have been if I didn't find this community over the two years just to be able to jump into a meditation class or a yoga class or, mm-hmm. you know, people that tell me they found a therapist through us or whatever. So yeah, it's been an amazing journey thus far. I mean, it's, it's crazy to think that it's, it's only been four years. It's almost like we lost two years because of COVID right. <laughs> from, from the right. physical space. Like the business oh, actually sure. like, you know, actually grew in, in person, in the physical studio, online, virtually, or meeting the network. I love it. And um, these are those beautiful pivots that work to the benefit, you know, you being shut down for two years and then you expand your reach effectively in the end by offering these uh, virtual classes and now corporate as well. So let me ask you this. You have this amazing platform. Putting this focus back on you for a second, 
So we are a wellness platform podcast, mm-hmm. looking at it in all of its forms. So for you, these past four years, how have you felt you've grown in terms of what you're offering, in terms of, you know, whether it's coming from that feedback, whether it's coming from taking, you know, your own classes and workshops, being a part of it, what has shaped you in the in these past four years yeah i think what's what's amazing about this is that like i'm on my journey to like everyone else right and so yeah i'm not preaching to anyone like i'm not a yogi i'm not a therapist i'm not a practitioner <laughs> like i'm not you know not that sure, is you sure. know, i mean we need we need those people right like but for me it's like i'm on my journey too so a lot of guys they connect with me because I'm in the same place a lot of them are in. It's like, oh, like I got to remind myself as a business owner when I'm stressed out to like actually like practice the things we preach on, you know? Yeah. And, you know, and I, I tell people all the time is that, you know, there's no right way to do all this stuff. Like, you know, and, you know, because you have certain so called like experts and all that stuff, you know, listen, whatever is it works for you and you find, you know, those things that are going to make you feel better and healthier and happier and, and be in a better mindset, you know, you find what works for you. You know, I think for me, what's been amazing is that like watching kind of my mindset shift, like for a heel house, I was someone that was very regimented and controlled and tried to control the outcomes of, of what my, you know, what I wanted my life to be. Right. And I think right. there's something to be said about, kind of surrendering too. You know, I think there's certain decisions we make that obviously will impact certain things, right? But then I think there's something to be said about, you know, surrendering and having faith and trusting and having the belief that, you know, you're going to be okay or whatever, right? You know, still have to obviously do your practices and stuff like that. But, you know, that was that's been a big shift for me, you know? And I had to learn early on, especially as an entrepreneur, like, you know, there's a lot of moving parts when you're trying to run a business. Like, yeah, we you know, we have this amazing brand and we're helping all these people, but it's still a business at the end of the day, right? We got a physical studio with rent and you got to pay teachers yeah. and all that stuff, right? And there's a lot of stress that comes from that. And a lot of entrepreneurs like are stressed out because it, it's it's a lot of pressure too, you know, to be successful. And you know, a lot of times you're putting everything into this business that you've created and this thing that you've put into the world. So, for me, I had to also have my practices, you know, whether it's on the weekends, putting my phone down, like, you know, being able to like this, a big one for me was learning to say no to people, <laughs> you know, like mm, yeah, setting boundaries, making sure that I do the things that make me feel good, whether it's a trip or going to a concert, like those things that fulfill me and make me who I am, making sure those things don't um, get pushed to the side just because I'm locked in on the business. Um, and right. I think, you know, right. that's kind of, my self-care practice is just like having those boundaries, doing the things that make me feel good because it's important that you still pour into yourself. Because if you if you don't, the business and your relationships and your family, those things are going to falter because you're running on empty, right? You know? Yeah. And so, you know, I, I constantly have to remind myself of that, you know? And I think I'm, I'm in this good flow now where it's just like, you know, certain things could be happening with the business. And there's definitely things that come up that are stressful, but having the faith and the confidence that like, yo, it's going to be okay. And I can only control what I can control, you know? Um, and right. that was, that right. was a big mindset shift that had to happen. Cause in the beginning it was just like, <laughs> what have, <laughs> what have we taken on? What are we doing? Yeah. Trying to yeah. put up the fires, driving ourselves crazy. <laughs> Your relationships start to get all crazy. And so mm-hmm. now I'm like, you yeah. know, I'm on, I'm on my Zen stuff now too. <laughs> uh, I feel you. I feel you. So, <laughs> 
to that perfect segue, uh, but before we wrap, I, I usually like to ask folks, are there any daily routines or anchors that, that kind of ground you daily? So you say you have to remind yourself, yeah. are there those non-negotiables or these things that root you my, mentally, physically, spiritually, yeah. all three? Yeah, I have my routine. So like in the morning, and this is what I struggle with is trying not to grab my phone the first thing in the morning. <laughs> like literally, <laughs> literally before you go to the bathroom and get some water or like checking Instagram and stuff, you know, yeah. so that, yeah. <laughs> that's an ongoing thing I'm trying to trying to work on, right? Um, sure. But then also being active and moving moving our bodies, right? Like, you know, that was something mm. I was I was inconsistent with in the past. Like, oh, I work out every once in a while here and there. But then it was just like, no, like, you know, getting up and moving and like moving our bodies and running and stuff. It's like it's good. Right. To get our blood flowing and just kind of, you know, move, moving around. No, I love this. I love this. I appreciate this. I, you know, wellness, I can I can dig into and ask all the questions. Uh as we wrap, are there any projects or any workshops or anything that the people can look forward to besides those in New York where you just reopened? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, if you are in New York, definitely come by the studio. Um, and it's 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 almost you know become kind of like this destination stop for people that like have heard about us. <laughs> like when they come to New York, they're like, oh, Love we it. gotta like Popeye Hill House. So definitely pop through and, and see us at the studio. But for those of you that are not in New York, we have an online uh, membership where it's um, it's thirty dollars a month, and you literally have unlimited access to our yoga and meditation classes. So um, and we have wow. usually like six or seven classes a day. Um, we also have workshops that are a part of that. So definitely take advantage of that. We have some ma- amazing teachers and programming and, and things that we do. And we, we're going to be coming out with our own app and platform in the coming months. So be on the lookout for that. But in the meantime, yeah, access to our online, our online membership to be able to. Well, that sounds amazing. And what's the website? Uh, healhouse.com. So it's uh, just H-E-A-L-H-A-U-S. And you will see all the information that you need to see. Love it. Love it. Love it. Well, Darian, it's been a pleasure. This has been a beautiful conversation. So again, thank you for making the time for this conversation and going man to man with me today. I appreciate you. Black Love Fam, make sure to go show Darian some love on the IG. He's at Darian, D-A-R-I-A-N dot D dot Hall. Heel House, definitely tune in. Follow that. Heel House, as he mentioned, the dot com. It's the same. H-E-A-L-H-A-U-S. And make sure to tell another brother, king, or queen about Man to Man so we can keep these convos going, keep building each other up. And if you want to hear some hear from someone like Darian, please feel free to reach out to me on the IG at Waziki, W-A-S-I-C-K-I. Until next week, fam, peace, love, and be present. Be present.